Alright, well here we are again. We just got done watching the uh, American football game. Yeah. And, uh, it's the American football though. But yeah, right? There's some other football leagues around, I've heard. <laughs> Not around the world. Though. <clears throat> we just got done watching the Chiefs game. The, Chief, the Chiefs versus the, the uh, who was that? The Chargers, right? Yeah, yeah the Chargers. LA Chargers. And, uh, you know, go Chiefs, by the way. Chiefs won. They're my second favorite team in the NFL. So. Who's your first? Uh, oh, Cowboys. Man, I'm dude. a I'm a Texan, you know, and like we're, we're like when you're raised a Cowboy fan, it doesn't it's matter. It's probably true you know? for anything. It just doesn't matter. It's probably true yeah, for no, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. Yeah, but the Cowboys definitely have a. Uh, I mean, they they better have a diehard fan base because they really haven't been good in like a <laughs> yeah. long time. You know. I saw I saw a really funny meme. I gotta say it real quick about the about the Cowboys, right? It was it was like uh, the Cowboys are like the Gen Xers of the NFL, you know, like they haven't really completely fallen apart yet. But the best part of their lives was the mid nineties. I saw that one the other day. That that just, that cracked me. I will me up. say so. Jerry Jones <clears throat> is getting older, right? Right. Do you think they like win a Super Bowl or at least get to one before he before the end of his life? Man, I hope so. You know, I mean, as a Cowboys fan, you know, I hope they go to the Super Bowl every year. But I'm, I'm, I'm always disappointed. Of course, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm willing to take the punches on, on like, you know, I know a lot of people rip on the Cowboys, you know, because, and, and you know what, like, I get it. You know, they're like America's team. They were once, they were once. I emphasize that once, like the. The greatest team, one of the greatest teams, whatever in the, in yeah. the NFL, iconic. and now yeah. iconic. Exactly, they're this big iconic team yeah. that everyone should expect to do well. And for the past like twenty five years, they have not been fulfilling that uh, that that image. And that's why I mean, I think didn't the America's team title get taken from them and given to the Patriots for a little oh, while? I don't know. I think I it did. Know. It was. And then I think there was such a kickback from that they gave it back to the Cowboys. Dang, but, I didn't uh, even know about that. I yeah, that, that was that was a few years back. That was a few years back. But but anyway, yeah. Uh yeah, I hope the Cowboys have a good season. Has not yeah. started off well. <laughs> yeah, but it's only game one, though, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to give these things time. I think the thing about seasons is, long seasons is, you're, it, decent teams, like, that are, they're going to ebb and flow. You know, they're going to go up and down, right? And so when can you get your hot streak? Can you get? Can you make it into the playoffs, secure a playoff spot, right at the same time as you're getting... That a hot streak where you're all just clicking, and you can go upset some teams and maybe just make a run. That's the kind of team they're going to be. They don't have the weapons and things, so if they're right. going to get in, it's going to have to be that way. They're going to have to get scrappy, you know, and like figure out ways to just take it to teams that are better than them, you know, yeah. honestly, and get in a roll together, in sync together, you know, work together as a team. If they can't do that, then it's going to be another. Mm. Fired head coach, and uh, no, unfortunately, that's kind of sad because, like, get somebody who you can give a chance to for longer than two years. I mean, that's kind of a lot, but I get it, but I don't get it, too. It's like, I mean, yeah, there's no consistency in changing all the time. I mean, they, 
I've always thought about this, about the Cowboys, you know, and I'm, again, I'm not like a diehard football fan. I mean, I played football and I, I liked it when I was growing up and stuff, but right. the older I've gotten, I don't follow it extensively. I work on the weekends a lot anyways, but I will say this, man. I've always thought, like, why don't they really go out and get, like, one of the better football coaches they can? Like, really go get a football coach. You know, like, let, like, they seem like they always get these people that are kind of like, what do you hear? I don't know. I thought I heard a four-wheeler out there. Never mind. Okay, Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's like, they, uh, they get these people who are not really like, tested as a head coach, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and then they come in, and it's like, they give them, okay, two or three years, we'll see, you know? They know they're on the chopping block at all times, basically. And it's like, man, you gotta get someone in there that's like, won a Super Bowl or two, you know? It's like, see, let them take over that part of it, you know? I think that's their best bet, man, for real. And I just don't think they're ever gonna hear that out, but... Anyways, yeah. Yeah. But I was born in (laughs) Dallas, so... Uh, I was yeah. definitely a Dallas fan. But my dad was always a Packers fan, too, growing up. So, And then, you know, when Aaron Rodgers and the COVID thing happened, I became, you know, kind of back to the yeah. Packers roots. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Oh, anyways. Uh, yeah. Man, damn. So uh, I was going to talk, oh, I guess, a little while back. We had talked a little bit about, like, um, how, like, politics is just really... Basically, the crux of it is how politics is such a dirty game. You know, like, yep. think about it. Like, who are the good guys? Well, the good guys are the ones who are putting people that come across the border illegally, they're putting them on buses and they're sending them up to other places. Those are the good guys in politics. Right. And technically, they in this situation they're doing something they're making a point I get I it I get the point I get the point you know but I wanted to kind of revisit this because that was my stance from the first time what I the way I just came at it right there right and I did want to say that from the other side of the perspective as I get why they're doing it their their perspective of like poli- like this is what politics <laughs> has become it's devolved to this like it used to be course of action like larger legislation could actually impact areas and it's like that no longer is really the course right well right i mean no this is this is really starting to turn into almost just like a a live action meme (laughs) you know when you have the states just like oh you know hot potato playing fucking hot potato with the you know with the immigrants i mean yeah it's messed up it's that's messed up. It really, really is, you know. I mean, I get like I said, I get it. But like, first of all, you're not. What does that solve, right? Yeah. What is it solving? I guess you could say, well, if they, you know, if we do this to them for long enough, they'll get the point and they'll change their, you know, they'll change their thinking and the legislation will change and what, you know, yada yada yada. I guess I guess you could you could go down that route, you know. That yeah. that's a that's a roll of the dice. That's a gamble, and I don't think it's going to work, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that well, it's it going to have it's going to have pushback. Right, sure. exactly. It'll just though. cause pushback. Oh, excuse me, uh, but uh, it may not be in the form of this, but it's going to be something else. Like you can't get along with those places, you know. Right. That... Yeah. You know, and, and like this is just like you're sending these people. You first of all. 
you're literally using these people as like political drama characters, I guess. I mean, yeah. these are people we're talking about. You know, we, up, we, we, we talk about like, oh, they're putting the immigrants on the buses and ship them to New York, you know, like, I mean, and, and, you know, like I said, I get why people would think that's like a gotcha thing, yeah. you know, but like, man, these are real people's lives we're I talking totally about, man, you know, that. and I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not for illegal immigration and I, I don't necessarily want the, uh, the illegal immigrants here any more than I would want them in New York. Yeah, bus uh, them back home. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's what the buses home. are for. Yeah. The buses are supposed to be, you know, to take them back to their country. Yeah. You know, not to a completely fucking foreign land. Yeah. Like, shit, we think it's hard for them to assimilate to life in Texas. You ship them to New York? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me, dude? And, I mean... Yeah, no, that's crazy. I mean, you know... Like I said, I get it. Ha ha. It's a funny, it, it makes for a funny meme. And I think they feel like that's what they have to do as well. I really do. I think yeah, that's I mean, what yeah. they, I think, I think that, it's like you said, it's what it's come to. Yeah, it's what exactly. Yeah. No, but it's a, uh, uh, I just kind of wanted to revisit it in a way that, because I know it is a, right now it seems like that the, oh, the Republicans won this one. They won this one. You know, and yeah. and that's that's polit- that's the politics, and and again, they 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 probably did politically in that way, but again, devolving politics to this is is just a dangerous place because oh, yeah. in the end they're not going to win. Like that's not a good. You what now we're going to pre- set the precedence of playing politics with people's lives. Yep. Just play, and I guess they always have. I guess they always have. Talk about the wars and stuff going back to all that. You know, I mean, <clears throat> it's we. A, we just sat in here the other night and uh, watched on YouTube that movie. Remember that movie? We, we only watched like maybe a quarter, like or not about a half of it or so before you had to, you had to take off and, and I had to go in. But it was called The Second Civil War. You remember that? Yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And you remember what it was over? It, it, by the way, everyone, this was a this is a movie that was made in like the nineties, and it's kind of like a newsroom movie. You know, it's following the events of this supposed second civil war breaking out, and the whole lines are around like uh, immigration. Yeah. Remember, Idaho refuses to take the yeah. refuses to take the immigrants, and then they start using the immigrants as like media uh, characters. You know, and I mean. I just, as I was sitting here, that just, that just popped into my mind and like how, how very similar that is. Because it's like I was saying, we're getting to a point where the states are playing hot potato with one another. Yeah. I mean, this, this, <clears throat> this is, like you said, a very dangerous place. Very dangerous place. And uh, we need to be careful with this, you know? I mean, when you start doing these sorts of political stunts that are just out of spite... And, you know, I get it. You know, 2020, the summer of love, right? I mean, cities burned. That was completely out of spite, you know? I mean, and, and this is too. And the, there's no cities burning here. Like yeah. I said, I think we're playing with people's lives here, but I, there's no cities burning. I'll say that, you know, at least. Yeah. But uh, but when you start getting to this point where it's just back and forth, it, there, there's no, there's no uh, dialogue. All it is is political like 
I don't even know what the word is. Like spite is really the only word that comes to my mind. You know, like both sides are just, it's just gotten to a point where it's like two toddlers in the backseat of a fucking car. You know, yeah, like that's what it reminds me of, like, dude. Grow up. Like, dude, I mean, oh man, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's, it, it, it really is nuts. And, uh, I feel for the, uh, for the people who are having to sit on these buses because I fucking hate sitting on vehicles. Well, I mean, you <laughs> so, know, they're getting there, you know, so probably, they probably haven't had food. I mean, those, I mean, what are they eating? What are they, I mean, then again, they, they're walking up there. I don't know. There's a, there, it's a deep, they are, it's yeah, like, it's then a deep. again, they are walking up from, you know, from wherever. I mean, it's a deep, ah. it's a very deep issue. They're, they're doing it the wrong way and it should all be fixed. And, and it has to be like, if people are going to do that, of course, if it's if it's available, people are going to do it. Yeah. I mean, so that's obvious that that's, that's an in-house problem. But uh, I don't know what the answer is to that. But I do know one thing is, I don't think the answer is, is like, is playing playing football with people's lives, you know, like political football with people's lives. And I also don't think it's good to cause problems with neighboring states, you know, that you already don't yep. really, are already high tensions throughout the whole thing with COVID and everything, different policies. And it just, it's a time of conflict, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but you know, it's like life goes in these waves, man. And people just, for some reason, man, they get in these, you know, everybody's defensive, real defensive, and, and uh, I don't know, you know, it's just, maybe it's that, maybe it is a financial thing, you know, like as finances decline and as, and, you know, it gets harder to live around the world and around our country too, you know, for a lot of working class people that... Maybe, you know, tensions just start to flare more, you know, it, it unease, people get uneasy more, you know, and uh, I don't know, I don't know well, really what to pinpoint it, but it definitely it seems to be one of those times right now, and, and it's not, again, it's not just here, it's stuff all over the world, like you were saying before, you know, there's little breakout points happening all over, and I mean, they have been, you know, they have been for a long time. You know, not a long time, but definitely in like recent, you know, yeah. the recent, you know, last political cycle or whatever, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, uh, I don't know where this goes, but I do know that when you start getting this tension between these the states that are like like you said there's already all these coal all these different uh what's the word i'm looking for I'm, i i i had a thought earlier and it completely left my mind man it has now, to happen, now i'm trying man. to scrap now i'm trying yeah. to scrape one up from scratch you know? <laughs> it's not it working too well yeah. <laughs> but You've got something in your know. mind when it comes to the global <laughs> conflict going on in the world, you know. Well, I mean, it's it stretches out to the global conflict going. No, that's on what I'm world. saying. All around you the know? world, it's like that. Really. Yeah, you know, the conflict. It's because you think it because the financial system. Because oh, like, there's no there's no doubt that it's because of the financial system. You know, I mean, you want to say like, oh, you know, maybe it's the financial system. I mean. 
when we're giving out billions of dollars to Ukraine, but we're telling towns in Mississippi that, um, you know, you're just going to have to go without water, <laughs> you know, like or when, when we're, too, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Flint. this is the, uh, this is the hallmark of any expiring empire really is when they start to just spin, 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 spin on, on it maintaining the empire abroad while the homeland, you know, the actual, yeah. the actual country, the nation at home just deteriorates. You know, this yeah. is, this is how empires go. This is the way it goes. You know, uh, as the trailer park boys would say, fucking way she goes, boys. You know, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, you know, especially now with, now that we've invested, uh, trillions of dollars, maybe not trillions, billions of dollars into Ukraine and, and, uh, propping up their military. Now they've apparently been able to, uh, do a successful counteroffensive pretty deep into Eastern Ukraine. I think they're within like 50 miles of the Russian border in some places. They've kind of, they've kind of driven a big wedge into the center of Eastern Ukraine, you know, uh, it's, it seems to me that the Russians, at least by a map that I saw recently, the Russians' uh, military still has kind of the uh, the southeastern and and uh, northeastern flanks, I guess you could say. Yeah. But uh, but Ukraine has did a, has done a pretty successful counteroffensive, and uh, you know, props to the Ukrainian army and and all the Ukrainians who are defending their homeland. You know, yeah. I think that. Uh, as much as we as we like to harp on NATO, you know, and like to say that you know NATO started this conflict, which I do believe that they did, yeah. you know, I, I, mean, you know I think that I think that the the people the people on the ground don't give a shit who started what yeah, conflict. Yeah, no, and when yeah, you see totally foreign agree. when you see foreign soldiers in your homeland, you pick up a rifle and you fight them. You know, it's just the way it goes. Yeah, and. Uh, and so, props to the Ukrainian army for uh, for, for su- seemingly yeah, for, for successfully successfully yeah. pushing the Russian army out in the in this way. Uh, from tyrants, man, yeah, like you know, any yeah. either side, like from people who they feel is intruding on their their place, their home. Yep, uh, like people who are fathers yeah. and stuff like that. Like you got to feel for them, man, for sure. I mean, they're they're I just oppose, defending their home, you know. Yeah, I, I oppose all empires. You know, both sides, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like for real, for sure. you know, uh, for sure. The, the thing is, is that this didn't have to ever come to this, but even if it did, even if it did, when you come and you just, you're just giving them gun, you're like throwing them weapons, like here, here, more of you go die, 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 it's like. I mean, when does it, where does it stop? Man? Yeah, I mean. Well, we we've said it many times on the show, you know, and and, and many other people have too. We we certainly did not coin this phrase. Uh, our our policy with 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 Ukraine seems to be that we're going to fight Russia to the last Ukrainian, right? You know, and, and that that's literally the the stated yeah policy. That's the stated goal is that we're gonna we're gonna bleed the Russian army, you know, through this conflict. We're just gonna keep. Feeding Ukraine the the means it needs to continue to bleed the Russian army, right? Even though Putin has only committed something like ten percent 
of the Russian military to this conflict so far. You know, I mean, and now that the now that this counteroffensive has done so well, uh, you know, the uh, the chances now are very high that Russia could escalate this conflict, uh, which could manifest itself in they could start to bomb uh, key infrastructure, which they already began to to do. Uh, the region of Kharkov, Kharkiv, I, I, I can't remember the exact name right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, a big region of Ukraine was without power, I know, recently, because uh, Russia was, uh, after this successful counteroffensive on by the Ukrainian army, Russia began bombing uh, Ukrainian power plants, right? Because, yeah. because, of course, that's what you do when, when, when you start to get put pressure put on you. You know, you, you put pressure back. And uh, so you can fully expect Russia to escalate this now because they have, <clears throat> excuse me, they have the means to. Yeah. They certainly have the means to escalate it. Uh, you know, and, and and there's a lot of gray area between what well, they've done right now and nukes. Everybody keeps talking about nukes. Everybody's like, oh, if they... Is, if, since this is an opinion show where we can just let out our opinion without any... We don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. Really, okay? So... Uh, we can have fun with it a little bit, but also really seriously try to think about like where do you think where do you think that it, it could go? It will go. It where do you think it will go? Where do you think it will go? You know, like where do you think where do you think it will end? Or well, or at least go next step. Let's say like uh, next ne- next step. next three steps. You know, even next three steps. I would say Russia is going to. Have put on probably a major offensive very soon. They could even declare war on Kiev and begin to, uh, well, quite frankly, begin to level the country. You know, uh, uh, right now, uh, I think that, you know, just the fact that Russia, I mean, not Russia, uh, Ukraine has maintained power and internet and stuff like that throughout this whole conflict is uh, is evidence that Russia has held back, right? Like, right. Russia could have, I mean... They basically may yeah. go back into the Dark Ages. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean... Saying. And th- that's like what I'm saying. The it, yes, the, the, the chances of that happening are, are very are very high. If they, if Ukraine continues to, uh, to be so successful in pushing closer and closer to the Russian border, if Russia begins to feel like they're going to run up on their border, I think that uh, Russia will definitely... Uh, we'll definitely try its hardest anyway. You know, I I don't know. You know, maybe we are overestimating uh, Russia's reserves. You know, what 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 they could still potentially throw into this conflict. Uh, I don't think that Russia is the paper tiger that a lot of people seem to think it is. But uh, but what does they that mean paper tiger. Like well, that. like something like we we feared it since like you know since the Soviet days. You know, yeah. Russia's always been this thing. Like Americans have always kind of like, oh, you know, Russia. You know, it's like it's one of the only two countries on the planet that could potentially fuck with us, right? You know, and yeah. so like, but at the end of the day, maybe they couldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. May, you know, but but that's what a lot of people seem to think. You yeah. know, is that is that maybe we're more scared of them than we should be, right? Uh, Russia. I don't. I don't subscribe to that thought yeah. personally. I think that Russia, if if Russia actually feared the destruction of its state, they would probably send some nukes up. 
Uh, like I, I, I'm totally, uh, I'm not gonna say they wouldn't do that. Well, the other thing know? is, if conflict ever, like, if Ukrainians were breaking past the Russian border and pushing in, how many other countries over in that region are pro-Russian that would start to help them out and send more? Oh yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. If Russia declares war, it really will open up a lot more uh, possibilities in terms of who's getting involved with this. And uh, Russia and China have also been pretty, pretty kind to each other. Uh, <clears throat> Russia <clears throat> recently said something along the lines of like they appreciate, you know, uh, China's stance, its, its neutral kind of stance on the Ukrainian conflict, and that Russia will maintain strongly a one China policy. Uh, and that's another thing, the China-Taiwan thing. We haven't even touched on that. but And honestly, it's kind of recently, in, in recent weeks, gone on to the back burner. But, uh, yeah, but, that, but that's still there. That's still, uh, you know, that, that, is, I mean, that's still heating up. In fact, uh, there have been some drones that have been shot down, some Chinese surveillance drones. Uh, there's no doubt that China is uh, scoping out the island. Think about uh, the Middle East. You know, uh, the Middle East also is... Uh, I mean, every region, our country, you know, like we like, it's it's a time of conflict, man. Yeah. Did you it's, see the? Uh, it's like people are just not lines. Like people right now are unsettled, man. There's something going on. It feels like it, you know. And I don't mean to be hyperbolic. I'm not at all. I'm just living my life, doing our best. But I mean, yeah. fuck, it feels like that. You know what I mean? And that's not even the media. They're always talking shit. You know what I mean? They're always. But it just really does feel like people are just. Uh, like a lot of these big a lot of these things a lot of these problems are coming to a head at once you know like financially mostly financially I really do feel like because of the financial system so fraudulent and it's become so fraudulent they just counterfeit everything print money and decide where this goes and tax people like outrageously like it's way beyond what it ever was intended to be and in this country at least you know and then it's like they ruined the money. Basically, the world started thinking that the money was cheap like that, too, you know? Started benefiting off the American dollar. And now, look, man, you know, it's like uh, they're trying to switch it all up now, man. They're trying to make everything go to just credit, you know? For real, you know? They want people to be all cashless, man. People are trying to push that. Oh, yeah. I think that's really, like, the reason. Like, I, like, I know that's kind of generalizing these conflicts I don't mean to do that I know each one of them has their own specific reason it's happening probably right and, and each one <clears throat> in any one of them could be possibly a a trigger point to a larger confrontation or or what but man I just wish the world would know like shit I mean there's there's no way you're gonna fix other problems like if you think that greenhouse gases or something are a problem or if you think that pollution is a problem in times of conflict like this no you, there's no way anyone's going to give a shit like you're not going to yeah. be able to fix greater issues that humans could come together and solve greater issues but because conflict seems to get in the way oftentimes you know well it's and, like uh, it's like if two people are 
you know, got knives to each other's throat, you know, but you, but you expect them to work together to accomplish a goal at the same time. Yeah. You know, no, so like it's right. not, it's not going to work, you know, of no. course it's not going to work. And, uh, right. I mean, and, and this is not only on a global scale, it's, it's especially, you know, here in, here in our own, uh, our own country, you know, the, uh, with, with things like when the Homeland Security chief starts saying things like the, that Americans who don't trust the government, you know, are the biggest terror threat to this country. And the president you know? saying that too, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I saw a lot of rhetoric. What we did uh, recently just have our, uh, what, 21st anniversary of, uh, of 9-11? Yeah. Right? Uh, and I saw a lot of rhetoric about, like, man, you know, in, after 9-11, look how we came together, right? We came together as a nation after 9-11, why can't we do that again? You know, why can't that happen again? It's like, because 9-11, regardless of what you think, you know, I know there's a lot of people who think, yeah. you know, okay, the official story for 9-11 was that foreign nationals attacked our country. Yeah. So, yes, of course, we all united, right? That's what That's what countries do when foreign nationals attack them. In this case, now, you're saying that, like, what, a third of the country, you know, the MAGA Republicans, are terrorists. And then at the same time, you're turning around and be like, why can't we just unite like we did after 9-11? Like, what are you talking about? You know, I I remember when I was a kid, shortly after 9-11... Terrorist was like a bad word. It was like a taboo, dude. Like, th- like you did not just throw that word around, dude. Yeah. Terrorist was like, oh, it was the worst freaking thing you could be, dude. Yeah. You were going to get sent to Guantanamo Bay and tortured for the rest of your life and you would fucking deserve it. You know, yeah. like, like <laughs> yeah. it was... And now we're just throwing that word around politically. Maybe the water boys get the you local know? part. <laughs> like... like <laughs> That blows my mind, dude, yeah. to when I think about that. Because really, like, I, rem- I remember as a kid, like, terrorism, you know, that word. Yeah. And, and the chord it struck. Yeah. The chord it struck after 9-11, and, and it stuck. It, it stuck in the, in, the, in the minds of Americans ever since. It's, it's a very, it's a very uh, provocative word, right? Terrorist, terrorism. And... When you start calling your fellow countrymen that, and then saying, "Oh, we, well, we got to unite at the same time," it's like, no, <laughs> you know, they're like that's. It doesn't matter if you ha- you can have the best intentions in the world. No, it's not going to happen. Like, well, the last episode <clears throat> we we that we put out, we talked about how Donald Trump's rhetoric was, how Donald Trump's rhetoric was like really getting pretty aggressive as well, you know, right. saying, like, to, to redo the elections right away and this. But, you know, the reason I brought I really brought that up and thought it was, you know, well, I guess that we, we talked about that, you know, I or I said, I shouldn't say this isn't the reason we did, but a reason you could say it was, I feel like it's acceptable to bring that up is because you kind of have more, like, if somebody 
I know what to expect from the mainstream people. You know, we know what to expect from the rhinos and the mainstream. Yep. You know, like Trump, if he gets sucked <clears throat> into that, it's going to take a special coalition to come in and get it. it. It can't go to that. It can't be about that. It can't be that back and forth. He is getting sucked into the fight. You know, this fight of back and forth. And it's just going to make him lose all, you know. Yep. I mean, what, you want to go to battle? It's just becoming about you versus them, you know? It's it's not, how's it affecting people in a positive way, you know, at that point? And uh, I worry about that for him. I think he's fallen into that, you know? Whether or not you like him or not, it's irrelevant. Right. But uh, really, you can't ignore how bad the rhetoric is from, like, President today, Joe Biden, and, and other people. It's really... It's really bad, really bad, and just, you know, like all the late night shows and shit that talk, it's a really just almost hard to even, it's really cringy, you know, yeah. that's a good good way to put it, and it's just, it's, the whole vaccine thing, where they do that vaccine dance and stuff, <clears throat> I remember, and just, <laughs> yeah. you know, look at it now, you know, I believe in like, um, one of the countries, maybe it was... Maybe it was Sweden, maybe it wasn't Sweden, but in one of those countries over there in the in Europe, they ban the the COVID vaccine for anyone under the age of 50. Oh yes, yes, you're right. Denmark. 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 Yeah. Yep. Heck yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah, props to them. Yeah. Hey, good. You know, I mean when when uh better late than never, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, when the evidence I mean, did you see the uh, Rand Paul and Fauci exchange oh, yeah, as well, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. you know, it's no surprise that Fauci is trying to pack his bags and get out of D.C. as quickly as possible. You know, even uh, in the exchange between him and Rand Paul, he kind of started to, uh, you know, well, you know, you're saying that I personally approve these things. You know, there's committees like, and dude, boards you for were these the kinds head. of things. You yeah. were the head. Like, you were the yeah. one making the calls. You were the one coming to the public that said, everyone listen to me. He yep. was the one. He, you know, like, pull yep. back all those records, you know? Yeah, nah, dude. You know what, man? You know what? We're going to cut this episode short. We'll wrap oh, no, it up. Hold on, hold no, on, hold no, on. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. Yeah, go ahead. One more thing we have to talk about because it's like the the, the biggest news, you know, in a long time. And it has happened since we aired our last episode, so I feel like we need to bring it up. Uh, the royal family. We're going to talk about them for a second, of course. <laughs> the Queen Elizabeth II, right? Queen. Oh, I have no idea. Queen Elizabeth, anyway. I don't yeah. know. She died. The Queen. Oh. Yep. And now, for the first time in most of our lives, there is a King of England. Again, Ch- King Charles III is now the King of England. So where does Andrew fit in all this? Andrew, isn't they, he the one who moved to America? No, no Harry moved no, to Andrew's America. Andrew's the one that moved to Epstein's Island for a little while. Oh, shit, dude. Well, fuck. I mean, <laughs> you know, then, then he's probably next in line. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People will forget. People will forget. Messed up, man. Right? Now, there has been, first of all, lots of memes. Great memes. <laughs> so many memes about the the the, uh, the Queen of England passing. 
And uh, as an American, poor lady, dude. as an American, you know, can't even pass away uh, in peace, you know. Oh, I mean, right? no, no She's monarch, the queen, of no course. monarch passes you ask away for in it, peace, right? I mean, yeah. Kind of, yeah you know, no, you know, it it doesn't well, happen, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so you know, of course, as Americans, it's just our instinct to mock the monarchy, right? I mean, it's just what we do. We're yeah. Americans, dude. Fucking yeah. monarchy, right? I mean, you know, uh. <laughs> Some Americans were going over the line, I think, a little bit and being like, oh, you know, like it should just end here. Like, why don't they just abolish the monarchy? You know, even though I think like 80% of of the English, maybe not 80, more, probably more like 70 or so percent of the English population still supports the monarchy, you know. Uh, and hey, you know, one thing we have definitely advocated on this show many times before is the right of each culture and region to pick its own form of government. And if a people feel like they want a king, a monarch, you know, I mean, hey, it's what, you know, I, I mean, it's at this point, it's more like a ceremonial family. Yeah. You know, I think that the the sitting president of the United States probably has more executive you know, snap your fingers, get something done, power, than yeah. the monarch of England does at this point. At this point, they really are just kind of like a royal family. You know, they're just a... And you know what? Do they work close with, like, the, the, no, no, the they prime do. minister and stuff? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, something... I, some people do kind of downplay their power. I'm not saying they don't have any power. They do appoint a lot of powerful people. So yeah. that in itself is power, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of like where most of their power comes from. They, they are not the ones who make the decisions. They're the ones who pick the people who make the decisions, right? Yeah. So it all still, they're still monarchs, right? They're still monarchs. Yeah. No doubt about it. And also, I found out uh, by doing a little research that apparently the king, the king is still the ultimate sovereign of both Canada and Australia, even to this day. I had no idea, I, but apparently they are. You know, like so. I yeah. mean, no, the 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 king's. Uh, I guess he's he's probably more powerful than a lot of people give him credit. But anyway, what I was gonna say, and I'll wrap it up, uh, is that you know I'll bet you know George Washington. We've talked about this before on the show. George Washington, right? He's the man who could have been king. Yeah. You know, uh, he had no legitimate children. He had no he had no children, so he has no of course no heirs or no uh, descendants today. But I'm willing to bet that if George Washington had an unbroken line of sons still alive today, you know that was like the Washington family, I'm willing to bet that a lot of conservatives and a lot of people who were like ah oh, screw the monarch, you know, would probably hold the Washington family to pretty high esteem. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, let's let's not act like uh, You're right. yeah. like that, like that sense of aristocracy has been completely, you know, bred out of us as Americans. It hasn't, you know. Uh, that's right. No, I agree with that. <clears throat> yeah, I do. But but anyway, that that that's all. I, that's pretty much what I was going to say. George Washington that. didn't have any kids, huh? No kid. Nope. He was just an absolute warrior, dude. <laughs> soldier, right? Probably, yeah. For real. How tall was he? Do they know? He was a large man. He was, he was very man. broad at the shoulders, and he was a large. I don't know how tall he was, but I know he was. He was large. Yeah, big yeah. guy. Damn, crazy. Yeah, he man. commanded a room. 
Apparently, I mean, any room he was standing in, he just, his very presence just commanded it. You know, yeah. he was one of those types, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, that's crazy. But I guess you have to be one of those types to be a, a George Washington, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But anyway, yeah, we're going to cut this one a little short this evening. All this wraps back around to this. The Chiefs won the football game. They beat the Chargers. Right? They did it. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.